and welcome to the Valiant Central Podcast with just me again. Well, not really. I have some guests today, but it is just me at the beginning. We've decided to push this week's episode back until next week so you guys will have something to listen to over the Christmas holiday, but I have a great episode for you today. Joining me on this episode of the podcast is the one and only Alejandro Arbona. Of course, he used to be an editor of Valiant. Now he's writing the new Dr. Tomorrow book. So this episode is all about Dr. Tomorrow. Uh, I was also really happy to have Robert Myers join us again. Uh, I'm just going to make him my new co-host. He's on here more than my co-hosts are. Uh, just kidding, guys. But uh, anyway, we had a great chat about the book. I, uh, I really enjoyed the first issue. I got a chance to read it last week. So thank you, Greg, for that. Without further ado, here's the interview. Enjoy it. And make sure you pre-order Dr. Tomorrow. I'll be back at the end. Enjoy the interview. Hello, gentlemen. Robert, long time no speak. Alejandro. Hey, man. Yeah, it's about, you know, it's been, it's been seven days. I figured, figured we were due. <laughs> uh, that's I awesome. listened to your episode with uh, Robert. That was cool. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Uh, the guys know I don't like to uh, play around, so I'm going to go ahead and hit this record button. The recording has started. This uh this might be a hard episode. I'm just gonna say up front uh, because uh, Greg is right. I I read the book. Uh, I haven't talked to my co-hosts on the show yet about the book. We're actually recording tomorrow night, uh, and I'll probably just splice it into this. But uh, it's very hard to talk about a book that you can't talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, the for, well, first of all, thanks again for having me on, uh, and you know, hello to you and the listeners and everything. <laughs> But, Thank you. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's kind of tricky and ironic that like the most exciting stuff about this comic, I think, are all the surprises and the twists and the turns, which of course make it really difficult to talk about. But all I can really say about it, I know it's a hard thing to take on faith, uh, no pun intended, but just to be like, uh, uh, just to be like, trust us that this is going to be a comic that you're going to want to read or that you're going to enjoy reading. Just take our word for it. That's a pretty uh, that's a pretty uh, heavy thing to ask of people, but that's <laughs> we we really really feel sincerely that that's how people are going to respond to it, and I really hope that people do feel that way about it. Yeah, I, th- I think they will. Uh, I think they will. Like I said I was uh, I was really very pleasantly surprised. Um, let, let, let's let's get to that a little bit later. Let's talk about you because I, I, I we never talked. Okay. Uh, right. I, I never met you at a con. You this is your first time on the podcast, so uh, yes, definitely welcome. Uh, and it's great to have well, you. Well, that's on. not my fault, is it? Uh, <laughs> look, I blame everything on Greg. Even if Greg wasn't there when you were there the previous time, you know, you, me, me too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how how are you? Uh, how are you enjoying kind of your jump? Because you, as we talked about with Robert last week, you used to be an editor at Valiant. Uh, you did Quantum and Woody, a bunch of other stuff, and now you're coming back with your own book. How how does that make you feel? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it feels incredible, honestly. <laughs> yeah, not just Valiant. I've been an editor. I've been an editor pretty much for most of my adult life. I've been an editor in comics for almost my entire career, uh, and you know that's made things uh, a lot easier in a lot of ways. It's really it's really easy and comfortable to come into Valiant and already have a really sort of uh, conversant fluency with the universe and to know all the characters really well. You know, once Robert and Drew and I started developing this title, um, it was really easy to just rattle off names of like, can I pull in this character? Can I pull in this character? Can I include, you know, this one and this one and this one? 
I didn't have to dive in and research a lot of that stuff. All I needed was basically Robert telling me, like, you know, how it would uh, coincide with upcoming plans. You can't use mm -hmm. so-and-so because they're going to be over here. You know, but that's all upcoming stuff, not um, not me not knowing the characters. So it was it was really fun to actually just, I have so much familiarity with these characters in this universe, it was really good to get in there and be like, now I'm actually going to start writing dialogue for them. Yeah, that's going to be kind of so, nice, yeah. right? Especially when, and I'm sure for Robert too, when you when you guys are bringing in uh, talent from outside that maybe have never played with these characters before, uh, and and you were around for a while, a long time, uh, so you're definitely very familiar with these guys. Um, I yeah, I, I, that's a, it's a very common. thing. I'm sorry, go on. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say that's a very common thing in comics in general when you bring in a new writer. Um, you know, even writers who have a long uh, professional history or who are very seasoned, they still have to, in a certain, to a certain degree, they always have to get up to speed, um, especially with whatever. The trickiest thing a lot of times when you're working with a new writer is what's been going on in the past year or in the past few months, you know, yeah. leading up to when they come in. Um, so it was really, it was really fun and easy to mostly be able to sidestep that just because I knew the comics and everything. I'm I'm curious. So Robert told us he was a uh, a Valiant fan as a young child. Uh, I'm curious how you got introduced to Valiant. Oh well, when I I'll tell you this: when I was a teenager, I used to work in a comic shop, and that was a really great upbringing in comics, basically, because I've pretty much read everything. I read everything that came across our our uh, counter. So I was reading all of those, you know, uh, as we call it, the VH1 stuff. I was reading all of like. You know, Ninjak. Ninjak was an old favorite. I always loved EXO a lot. Um, so yeah, there was there was a lot of that in my in my upbringing and growing up. And uh, yeah, then when Valiant came back, and you know the as you know the original editor in chief was Warren Simons. Mm -hmm. Warren was actually my old boss when I was in editorial at Marvel. Right. So also that was kind of like it was cool to see Warren uh, taking up this position and relaunching this universe. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, I, I tried to reread. The old Doctor Tomorrow. Uh, after I read your issue, and uh, I have to say, while uh, while it was kind of fun, um, it did not hold up as well as I had hoped. You know, sometimes you uh, you you read something as a child, and you're like, "Oh man, this is great," and then you come back to it later, even with movies or TV or whatever, and uh, it doesn't hold up as well. Um, but I do love the changes that you made to the story. Uh, I'm sure Robert was involved as well in, in a lot of that stuff. Uh, and Greg, I, I promise I will not divulge anything. Um, but uh, <laughs> for example, for example, there's a, there's a lot of elements with like World War II, for example, in the original story. And that's not something that I got out of this first issue. Um, and I don't know if we'll see it. You don't need to talk about any of that. Um, but, but I like the fact that you that whole origin story of the character has kind of changed. And, and I'm sure we haven't seen much yet. Uh, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be something that's in your face like it was in that original series. So why don't you that talk was, a little bit about some of the changes that you made and why? Yeah, I mean, that was largely out of necessity in a certain sense. Uh, and I'll explain what I mean. But, uh, it, you know, we it's not that we wanted to uh, avoid doing what the original comic did because we felt it didn't hold up or anything like that. We were more like, uh, we wanted to, we knew our, our first mandate that we kind of agreed on was we wanted the character and the name and so, sort of some of the core concepts, 
but there are a lot of things that that comic did that we can't do again. Like, for example, just the, t the particular time travel premise of the original comic, mm -hmm. they, they told that story. And that's a very tricky story that depends on time travel causality. Right. And if you were to just tell that story again, you'd just be doing like a cover song, you know, and like it's, it's, you're, it, the reader would already know how it ended if they've read the first one. We didn't want to tell that story again. But because causality, time travel is so tricky, we also couldn't take the same premise and, and flip it, and we couldn't tell it any other way because it just doesn't really lend itself to, to you know, the, the time travel logic of it kind of falls apart if you try to change it in other ways. And then also there was just the reality of like, well, if this character had been around since World War II, then he would have already been in the Valiant Universe. Right. So we kind right. of approached it like he had to be a new, a new character. Uh, you know, and then maybe we could still kind of play with some of the time travel cause and effect concepts, but not, not quite in that same way that was already done. So in a sense, it was about essentially trying to be true to the character, uh, if not necessarily to be true to the premise, because the premise couldn't be really repeated, but there was more... Uh, there was more to be done with the character in different ways if we explored a different story. So that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, we yeah, that makes just sense. took the name and said, let's do, let's do a new Dr. Tomorrow story that isn't the same as the old Dr. Tomorrow story, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, well, and I think, uh, you know, if if you had played around with some of that World War II stuff, it seems like, you know, now, uh, whatever, 25, 30 years later, uh, that wouldn't be as relevant to the audience that Valiant has either. Well, in the original comic, I mean, I'm a big fan of the original comic personally, and I've read it, especially since developing this comic, I've read it again a number of times. I'm a really big fan of it, but part of the reason that it is that World War II story also is because it is very deliberately like an homage to comics, uh, right. uh, to comics past. Yeah. Right. So you know how every issue is dedicated to some legend like Jack Kirby or Wally Wood or somebody, and the whole Man Out of Time thing is deliberately a very sort of Captain America concept, except that, that Bob Layton and his many collaborators turned it into a man out of time uh, with a twist. Um, so he was kind of doing that as an homage to Captain America and to the World War II comics of the Golden Age. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of approached it also in the sense of we're not going to do a World War II homage or a Golden Age homage again, but we are kind of going to do an homage to 90s comics, which is when Dr. Tomorrow <laughs> first came along. So there's a lot of that. And... and not to sound too repetitive about my answer before, but we also wanted to preserve the core concept of a man out of time with a twist. Mm -hmm. So that is still going to be in there. It's just that it is going to be a different twist. As right. I think people will see when they read it. Yeah, and the twist, I think, is, is coming, but it's, I don't think people are going to see it. Uh, on the notes. It's not even one twist. It's a, I think it's, uh, it's like, I think it's reliably yeah. one twist per issue. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a triple, it's a triple helix at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Now that makes sense. And I think, uh, the, the way that, uh, Bart was introduced, I thought was, uh, really interesting. Uh, God, can I, can I say both Barts? Can I say both Barts? Don't need to bleep that out. Um, I think it's, I think, I think we've been pretty, uh, clear up front about that. The, the premise, I think we can talk openly about the premise. The premise being that Bart is a teenager, you know, in the modern day Valiant universe. And then the superhero Dr. Tomorrow shows up and comes and recruits him for a mission. And Bart's reaction is, why me? And Dr. Tomorrow says, because I'm you. I'm, right. I'm you from the future, basically. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the jumping off point. And we've been pretty open about that. I think that's right in the solicited. Yeah. Uh, the, the real twists come later. The surprises uh, are hopefully more unexpected. Well, there was a, a pretty nice twist at the end of this issue that I wasn't expecting. 
that I really enjoyed because I, I flipped the page and I saw a character and I was like, that character looks familiar. And then I saw another character and I was like, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to be as cagey yeah, as possible. We're, we're, nodding, we're nodding and rubbing our hands over here. <laughs> um, this is, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, it's funny you should bring that up. I, I want to tread carefully and avoid spoilers, but um, when we started developing the comic, I, I had read it before. I had read it going back to the 90s, and I had read it in my first tenure here as a Valiant editor. But I read it again when I first started pitching, and then I read it again while we were doing outlines and everything. And then I, you know, set it aside, and I and I outlined the comic, and I wrote a first script, and I turned it in, and I wrote a second script, and I turned it in. And then kind of recently I went back and read it again, and I don't think I had ever even realized, this was not on purpose, but the original Dr. Gamaro comic hinged completely around future history, the phrase future history mm-hmm. plays out again and again in the old comic. And, and yeah, that's basically the cliffhanger of issue one. Um, the phrase future history appears, and that was, you know, maybe I'm making myself look bad by saying this, but that was not on purpose. <laughs> that was a fun That Or, you know, maybe it was in my subconscious yeah, and I there forgot you go. about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm curious, you know, there's, there's been some time travel stuff established with Valiant before, uh, some of the rules, at least, uh, mm-hmm. when Fred was doing uh, Time Walker. Uh, and I'm curious how much of those rules uh, are you playing with or are you creating your own thing out of this? Oh, absolutely. I'm, that's another thing during development. Not only did I uh, reread the old 90s Dr. Amaro, I also reread uh, the 12 issues of Time Walker repeatedly, very carefully, because I wanted to make sure that you know, we're telling a kind of a different story with certain different rules, but I didn't want these this story to invalidate what Fred had done. Right. And that's another thing. I, you know, I was here as an editor when, when that first run of Time Walker uh, was going on, and I remember it very fondly. That's a great comic. And so I wanted to uh, be very deliberate about, uh, you know, keeping them co- coexisting comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to... Uh, preclude that, you know, there's, it's always possible that I may have, may have screwed something up and I may have made some <laughs> mistake, but I feel pretty safe in saying that, that the two comics coexist side by side without, without one really invalidating continuity of the other. No, it, it builds on it. And I think you'll see, actually, in the second episode, we specifically address it. We specifically address, here's how time travel works mm-hmm. uh, here, here's, how I'm do- here's what I'm doing here. And they... And they they don't step on each other's toes. I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident in saying. No, we did a we did a deep dive on 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 our end as well, just to, to make sure all that stuff lined up. We actually have a document that we use in the editorial mm-hmm. uh, that I think Alejandro helped develop, <laughs> uh, which is basically Fred. It's 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 written by Fred Van Lente, and it's our rules of time travel. Uh, and I keep that like when we're going through scripts and when we're going through develop on on this, I kept that on hand. And then I, I don't I don't think we invalidated anything, and I think. This stands alone, and, and they, they really uh, play off each other nicely. And I didn't, yeah, and I didn't just reread uh, Time Walker either. I read pretty much anything that might apply to, you know, similar those similar wheelhouse. So I also read all of Faith in the Future Force all, all over again. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that we were being comprehensive in in uh, you know fitting in within the universe that was already existing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had to ask because you know, uh, you know how Valiant fans can be. Valiant fans can be a little feisty sometimes, so uh, I'm sure there's gonna be people looking to make sure that the rules are being followed. Um, that's cool. That's cool. Um, Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. 
I could be mistaken, but I think this comic, we've, we've worked it over very carefully. I think it's going to turn out to be pretty much beyond reproach as far as continuity is concerned. No, that's great. And, and, and you did a great job also bringing in some of the, uh, the existing characters. Uh, that was one of the questions I had for Robert last week is how do you place this, this character that we know, like if you've been reading Valiant, you know the character, but, uh, for most people, this will be, a brand new character, right? And how do you bring that into a universe that's, you know, what, eight years old now? Um, and, and I like the way that you had just like everybody thrown in there, right? Like, uh, can, can I, can I spoil the characters that show up or no? I would prefer if you didn't reveal any characters. All right, that's, that's fine. That's I won't reveal any characters. That's fair enough. But <laughs> there's, you. there's a lot of different characters from all over the universe, right? Uh, interspersed through it throughout the story through through the fight and uh and it felt so so natural right and and i think that's definitely a testament to you uh as a writer that you were able to do that Uh, i was i was really surprised how how well it worked well you know that just goes back to me having been a valiant veteran i think you know just like we were saying earlier i knew the characters i knew the universe yeah and once we started talking about using other characters it was Fairly, you know, it was like I already knew the whole deck of cards. It was just like, who can I use? Let's put, <laughs> let's put in this one and this one and this one. Yeah, fair enough. We, we still have time to, you know, to rewrite the whole thing if needs be or delay parts of it for, for months. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> if, we, if we spot something broken, <laughs> issue, issue five or six to come out in a year. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's Doomsday Clock so, for value. Got travel. it. <laughs> No, time travel. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so I got a, I got Robert's side of the story and how this whole thing came to be. I want to hear your side of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, why why Doctor Tomorrow? Well, I don't know if we can talk openly about this. You're going to have to cut this if they tell me no. But fair enough. Oops. Valiant's been, Valiant's, we've been wanting to do Dr. Tomorrow for a while. Even back, back when I was an editor here, we talked about it then. So this, the, the title kept bouncing around always on the name, on the like list of names of characters we wanted to relaunch. And it's kind of been going around for a while. Um, so there was that, there was kind of the like, you know, it being a potentially a really, a really fun character and a really potentially valuable addition to the universe. You know, I don't want to, say these big words because this is above my pay grade, but, you know, there's a hope that this character might become, like, a staple or a new flagship character, you know, that this might be right up there with the with the big ones. Yeah, hopefully. That's the goal. Uh, and that's been going back for years, and, you know, it was just always about trying to find the right story for it. Um, and not just the character, but also certain things that I think you're going to see come up in this, in this story, like, you know, as I heard Robert mention in a previous interview that that, you know, there there was a desire for an aspirational uh, kind of character in the Valiant universe. Uh, like, I love the Valiant characters, but it's a whole universe of, like, gr- moral gray areas and characters who are killers and all of that kind of thing, which are all very interesting stories. Uh, but you want to have a character or two or three who are kind of your, you know, your aspirational moral centerpiece. And in a large part, that's what Faith is. She's a great character for that. But Faith is all alone, almost, in that you know, maybe quantum, I don't know. Uh, so there's kind of this yeah. sense of, like, we want to bring back Dr. Tomorrow, we want to do something with that character, we also want to get somebody who will kind of fill a certain role within the universe that that may have been uh, a little absent. So for all of those reasons, the name kept coming back again and again as a possibility. 
Uh, and then, yeah, and then the story, you've, the story you've probably heard, I know the story we've bounced around a lot, is that, like, Robert and I, you know, we've stayed friends ever since I worked here, and we were talking about um, potential projects that Valley wanted to do, and I've been pitching uh, projects uh, for a little while, and Robert mentioned, well, we want to we kind of do Dr. Tomorrow. And this was, I shocked myself with this, because I'm usually not the person who can come up with an idea on the spot. I'm usually the kind of person who has to go away and think about it and <laughs> take notes and write out a million ideas. Right. But Robert said, we, we, we might want to do something with Dr. Tomorrow. And I said, you know, it would be cool, blah, blah, and blah. And that pretty much started the ball rolling. Yeah. I pretty much pitched him the twist. Yeah, I think all three of those blahs are still in there. Yeah, they're still in there. <laughs> no, that's cool. Blah, I like, uh, blah, for, go ahead again. Code word for fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like what you mentioned about the uh, the, the inspirational character because um, that was actually part of my next question uh, and you brought up faith which was also part of my next question so thank you for being a mind reader it's that time travel um, future history mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, they wrote it we're just living. yeah there you go there you go I uh, I I appreciated when when Valiant was doing a big push with faith. Um, because I, I definitely understand the importance of f- having a character that appeals to a, a demographic that maybe isn't as well served in comics. Um, but for me, like, f- Faith just didn't appeal that way to me. Um, and, and having Bart, I mean, I'm a 40 year old man almost, you know what I mean? And, and how old's Bart? Like 15, 14? Yeah, he's 15 at the beginning of the comic, and then the other part, which is to say Dr. Tomorrow, is, you know, maybe something like 35 or something. Yeah, but, you know, like, I remember growing up and, and reading comics, and, and one of my favorite comics growing up was uh, Prime from Malibu. Uh, a lot of that mm-hmm. maybe having to do with uh, Bray Fogel, because I'm a huge Bray Fogel fan. Um, but, but that kind of thing really appealed to me, right, because here's this little kid – just a little scrawny kid, and all of a sudden he's this superhero, and he has to deal with kind of the repercussions of being that. Um, obviously, the story is very different, um, but you do have two bards, and I think in in that sense, it might appeal to you know another forty year old man who's like, yeah, this is this is kind of how I felt when I got into comics. You know what I mean? Um, and and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, like I told Robert last week, I'm, I'm generally not a big fan of like, um, comedy books. Um, cause I think sometimes they're, they're a little over the top. Uh, sometimes when they're over the top, they're great, but it's just not my thing. I like, I like gritty. I like horror. Um, but there, there was something about the story that even though you, you have a kid involved, um, seems like it, it definitely will appeal to, to a large audience. Uh, you know, Greg sent me the book, and as soon as I read it, I tweeted out about it because I thought it was just amazing. Um, art included, which we'll talk about that next. Um, but I think uh, I think this book definitely has a lot of potential, and I'm I'm glad that you guys are are bringing it out in the way that you are. Uh, I was really impressed with the first issue. Well, thank you. And in terms of of appeal, you know, we are uh, this is very tricky, of course, because of twists and spoilers. But uh, we kind of approach this in the sense of like. Of like, yeah, not every not every character is for every person, and this is, uh, you know, sometimes it's sometimes some things are good, but you maybe feel they're not for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a character that I'm 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 hesitating a lot because I'm really trying to allude to spoilers <laughs> without spoiling spoilers. This is a character who I think is going to be full of surprises in a lot of different ways. Um, 
I think it's going to be full of surprises in the ways that people can identify with him. Uh, even if you were reading this as an adult and the protagonist is a 15-year-old boy, I think a lot of people are going to find a lot of parallels with their own lives or maybe with their own kind of aspirations or different um, difficulties or whatever they, you know, they, a lot, you know, life is very serious and hard when you're 15, and I sure. think a lot of people can relate to that, even if they're not uh, a boy or if they're not, a, you know, a teenager anymore. Right. And more surprises will come up that I think will also appeal to a lot of different people, not just, you know, not just men and boys, but to, you know, female readers and uh, all, all, hopefully all readers. I can, that's just wishful thinking on my part, but. We'll no, see. no, I, I agree. You know, when there's, there's times where my, Girls, I have two girls, uh, fifteen, almost sixteen, and uh, and nine, and uh, you know they they ask me about comics all the time, but a lot of the stuff that I read doesn't necessarily appeal to them, right? And some of the stuff they read doesn't appeal to me, um, and generally they read novels, uh, especially my my youngest daughter, uh, she's voracious. Like every weekend we have to go to the bookstore and buy a book, uh, and I love that, right? Because I love the curiosity. But I also have a hard time introducing her to some of the comics that I like, and and I actually uh, had her read this. I don't know if that's allowed, Greg. I apologize if it's not. Uh, but she she loved it as well, and and it was nice I to have it. a book where I can share with my kid, and we can actually discuss it. You know what I mean? Uh, I do know what you mean, and I'm super happy to hear that. And and I think as the story goes on, not only are you going to like it more and more with each issue, but I think they will too, uh, especially perhaps the 15-year-old. You said 15-year-old, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think and hope that that'll be the case, and I hope that'll be the case for a lot of readers. Yeah, I hope so. I think uh, it's it's good all-ages fun. Uh, and, and mm-hmm. that's, that's it, it's hard to find like a, a comic that can appeal to such a large audience, right? Um, and I think this might be the first time that I've had a, a Valiant book where I can say that. Um, and really, I think they're few and far between in the market in general. Um, but at least for Valiant, I think it's it's a great start. I, I definitely think you guys have a hit with this. Well, thank you. Let's put that on. Let's put that on the cover. <laughs> Better than most comics out there. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about art. So you've got the amazing Jim Toe on this book. How's, oh, how's that experience been for you? This has been so fun. I keep I keep uh, telling this to people, and I feel like a broken record, but this has been so fun. And, you know, Robert had been wanting to work with Jim for a while, and and uh, it kind of introduced him to the development process. Uh, and Jim did these sketches. Like, when when I only had... I mean, this is this is what all writers go through, especially when uh, when uh, when we're rookies. But I had the vaguest vaguest ideas of of what I wanted these characters to be, and then Jim actually drew them, and in some cases took my ideas, and in some cases brought his own ideas, and that like that's when they really came to life. It wasn't from me saying, oh, and then Bart is like this and like this. When Jim started to design them, they really 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 came alive, and then that made the writing so much easier because then I. Now I knew who I was writing for. Now I had actual human beings in my head that, that Jim had brought to life. And there were a lot of concepts that he brought that hadn't really been part of my ideation, so to speak. Um, like, uh, you know, the fact that Bart, the teen Bart wears armor when, when Dr. Tomorrow gives him a, a suit to wear. Uh, and Jim brought this whole, like, armor concept and the, and the helmet, which is kind of an homage to the original Dr. Tomorrow. I honestly I hadn't been thinking in terms of that 
kind of direction at all. And as soon as he drew it, it worked so great. And then Robert and I started to have all these other ideas of like how the armor could work and how he changes in and out of it, et cetera. A lot of, a lot of stuff that didn't even make it to the page, but it was just so much uh, material and so many ideas that pretty much all came from Jim drawing the characters and all the stuff he was bringing. Yeah, he's yeah, it's been it's been great to work with him and seeing the, these two collaborate has been so much fun from from my you know from my point of view from my desk. We were just we were just reviewing three more layouts for issue three before mm -hmm. we jumped on the call with you, uh, and it's uh, it's the penultimate scene in issue three, right? Those yeah. last, it's the second. It's not the last three pages, but it's it's almost there. And it's a big big uh, it's a big big turning point. Yeah, and he he's just so creative with the storytelling with the panel layouts. Uh, he's doing some really fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really great. Exciting stuff. Yeah, it's it must be nice to have uh, someone like him where you just kind of let him play a little bit, you know? Absolutely. And there's this is a story I've told before, so forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but there's even been a lot of like how the direction of the story has changed just based on you know me collaborating with Jim and 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 I don't want to just give him a script and tell him to draw it. You know, I I want him to draw what he wants to draw. I want him to draw something he'll be excited to do. So in the beginning, you know, I was kind of thinking that Bart and his friend Gretchen, who is a supporting character, were going to be teen uh, athletes at school. And, uh, you know, I was sort of thinking, like, well, should it be football? There was a little bit of football in the original comic. But then I thought maybe maybe I kind of like basketball a little more. Maybe basketball would be interesting. But then I finally settled on baseball, just because I figured baseball is actually the sport I kind of know the best. Mm -hmm. And there was something about it that it suits the character. I think when you read the comic, you'll see that, the fact that Bart is like a power hitter um, suits his personality. So I was like, great, let's make it baseball. And then it turned out that Jim loves baseball so much, <laughs> and he got so excited to get to draw baseball. <laughs> and then he wanted to draw more. And I was like, okay, well, let me let me overhaul issue two, and let's, uh, let's have a big set piece in issue two revolve around baseball in a way that I wouldn't have done if it hadn't been that Jim was so excited to do it. Yeah, and it helped. It helped solve that one problem we were having with issue two mm -hmm. uh, by adding that scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's been great to be able to actually sort of not just write things for him, but converse with him and see what he wanted to do, and then and then pretty much do that together. We, we can we can do those things together. That's been a lot of fun. I mean, it's really been a great collaboration in the in the best sense of the word. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, final thoughts on on what people can expect. Obviously, I'm excited. You guys all seem very excited. What, uh, what do you hope out of this book? The, I mean, at the risk of spoilers, it is a roller coaster. The thing I would hope the most about this book is I want I want to hear people's reactions, like not just from the launch, but when each issue comes out. I want to see, you know, issue two will throw like if you liked issue one, you're going to like issue two even more, and then it throws curveballs. Not to not to belabor the baseball <laughs> analogy, but. And then, and then issue three has like e like even more twists and turns. And then issue four, you're not gonna believe. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I want to hear what people think about each issue as it comes out. I really I really can't wait. I'm beside myself with anticipation. Yeah, I, I hope this is a, a character that we can you know, re introduce to the Valiant Universe and establish as hopefully a, a you know a new major big gun, as it were. Um, you know, Alejandro has put together an incredible outline for a follow-up series. Uh, that we, I really, really want to do. I, I love that we can talk openly about that because hopefully <laughs> that means that it's hopefully that means that it's closer to happening. Uh, I guess that depends on the readers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a piece of it. It also depends on you know, our, we're already 
hammering out the beginnings of our 2021 pub plan. We talked a little bit about that last week, Martin. But yep, uh, you know, there, there's there's a place in the universe for this book, and 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 I want I want more of it. So that's that's kind of what I'm hoping to get out of this is is more. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. That's very exciting. Uh, I want to thank you guys for your time. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. I don't want to hold you up. Martin, thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. Hey, by the yeah, way, thank you, I, thank you for having me on. I, I picked up a copy of uh, Awesome Minds a few months ago. Uh, so I just oh, wanted to throw that out cool. there. I loved it. I loved Which it. Which one? There are two. Uh, the video game. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm very I'm very proud of that book. Yeah, that's a uh, – uh, if the listeners are confused, that's a, that's a nonfiction book I wrote about the history of video games. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Video I, game I, I love that kind of book. stuff. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Uh, pleasure. And I, I hope the book does really great because I, I would love to see this other series. Thank you. That means a lot to me. And thank you again to Alejandro and Robert for joining me on the show. I had a great time chatting with them. And uh, again, I, I really enjoyed this book. If that was not clear from our conversation, I really dug it. I thank you guys well as well. Uh, so make sure you order that. And uh, that's it. We'll be back next week with a new episode. We're going to have a spoiler-free chat about Dr. Tomorrow because we all had a chance to read the first issue. And uh, some other things. We'll be talking about Killers, uh, Dr. Mirage, and a few other stuff. So uh, until next time, be sure to find us on Twitter. Duan is at CollectValiant. Travis is at the Great Magnet. I'm a Geekvine, and the show is at Valiant underscore Central. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one.